Okay, class. Today we're gonna start with the basics. the New Life Lutheran podcast, where New Life in Christ is celebrated and we explore together how to live the Christian life with excellence. I'm Pastor Eric. Thank you for joining us today. Well, today we kick off our Advent series, and this series is in conjunction with a devotional that's coming out on our New Life Lutheran app, which you can get on the App Store or the Google Play Store. And so my encouragement to you over the next four weeks as we head into Christmas is to take this time to commit yourself to spiritual disciplines of fasting and prayer and worship. My encouragement to you is to every morning and every evening, say a prayer and read the scripture for that week that is associated with this podcast and our devotional. On the devotional, on the app, we do have the prayers and the scripture reading for each week available. Our scripture reading for this week comes from two different places. The first is Psalm 137. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, and there we wept, when we remembered Zion. On the willows there we hung our harps, for there our captors asked us for songs, and our tormentors asked us for mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How could we sing the Lord's songs in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand wither, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above my highest joy, Remember, O Lord, against the Edomites, the day of Jerusalem's fall, how they said, tear it down, tear it down, down to its foundations. O daughter Babylon, you devastator, happy shall they be who pay you back for what you have done to us. Happy shall be they who take your little ones and dash them against the rock. Our second reading comes from the 11th chapter of the prophecy of Isaiah. A shoot shall come out of the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand in the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, and the waters cover the sea. Over the next six weeks, we are exploring the season of Advent and Christmas. Advent is the four weeks before Christmas. Historically, this was a time to fast and prepare for the celebration of Christmas. In the church, we have seasons of fasting and seasons of celebrating. Lent and Advent are seasons of fasting. The church encouraged Christians to fast for a couple of days a week and spend more time praying. In our culture, we extend the celebration of Christmas forward into November and don't take time to prepare our hearts for the celebration. So Christmas becomes a time of family meals, lots of snacks and sweets, and other celebrations. We focus on gatherings and celebrating, and we neglect the cosmic significance of Jesus being born of the Virgin Mary. 
So we are going to take the next six weeks and we're going to slow down. I'm not going to encourage you not to go to family gatherings and stuff your face with comfort food and sweets. I'm going to do the same. But I do encourage you to be intentional. When you're not celebrating with friends and family, turn your attention to Jesus and his descent into our fleshly existence. To help you do this, I suggest the following discipline. Every day, now until Christmas, pray first thing in the morning and at the end of the day, and fast twice a week. I'm fasting on Mondays and Thursdays. And go through our Advent devotional found in the New Life Lutheran app. There is one devotional per week. I encourage you to do the scripture readings every day, and you'll read the same scripture every day of the week with the scriptures changing each week. Let us take this Advent season to dive deeply into a small amount of passages, reading and rereading them. Advent is not a time to be productive. It is a time to wait and reflect patiently. For the first week of our Advent devotion, we are focusing on the word anticipation. Despite the fact that so many of us are gathering with family and friends and celebrating, it is not yet Christmas. Christmas comes on December 25th and not before then. Advent is about waiting for Christmas. And when we cut short our waiting for Christmas, we miss out on much of the depth and emotion of Christmas. We find ourselves like the Israelites, waiting for a Messiah. The Israelites knew what it meant to wait. When the Babylonians invaded Israel and raised Jerusalem to the ground, they took many Israelites to Babylon. This is called the Babylonian captivity. The Israelites stayed in captivity for 70 years. While there, they were away from the temple, away from their worship, and in their view of religion, They were away from their God. Psalm 137 is a song about this time. This is what it says. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and there we wept when we remembered Zion. On the willows there, we hung up our harps. For there our captors asked us for songs and our tormentors asked for mirth, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How could we sing Zion's, sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand wither. Let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above my highest joy. Remember, O Lord, against the Edomites, the day of Jerusalem's fall, how they said, tear it down, tear it down, down to its foundations. O daughter Babylon, you devastator, happy shall they be who take your little ones and dash them against the rock. Obviously, there's a lot of emotion in this psalm, even sinful emotion. The Israelites were heartbroken at their treatment at the hands of the Babylonians and prayed that God would do to the Babylonians what they did to the Israelites, decimate them and slaughter their children. Israel in exile longed for freedom and peace. It is in this context that many of the prophets of the Old Testament speak to God's people. These prophecies can happen before exile, during exile, or after exile, but they find their deepest significance in the context of the exile. It is in the context of brokenness and anger that the Israelites heard the words of the prophets and were given hope for a bright future. One of the most hope-inducing prophecies that Israel was given is found in Isaiah 11. This one, this is one of my favorite prophecies in the Hebrew Bible. Isaiah 11, 1 through 9, tells us of a future king and his rule, that a shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. We're told that his reign will be a reign of peace, that he will strike down the other nations, the arrogant nations with his words, and that the entire earth, the whole cosmos will have peace. We hear that the wolf shall lay down with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling shall lay down together, and the little child will lead them all on. 
that the cow and the bear shall graze, that their young shall lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like an ox, and that a nursing child will play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child will put its hands in the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on God's holy mountain. This prophecy tells us of a king who will be of the shoot of Jesse, which means this king will be a descendant of Jesse, David's father. This king will rule with peace, not just between nations, but the whole cosmos will be at peace. Predators will no longer hunt prey, but will eat straw. Lions will eat with cattle, and the wolf and the sheep will lie down together to sleep. Children will play with poisonous snakes without fear of being bitten. And the reason that this peace will come is because of the knowledge of the Lord. This is a pretty incredible prophecy. The animals, the land, humans will all know the Lord and be at peace with one another. There's so much space between how the Israelites felt in exile, as we see in Psalm 137, and the future that God promised them in Isaiah 11. You can imagine the frustration, the exhaustion, the bitterness in the Israelites that they were told by God what they would have in having to face their reality in exile. They knew God would deliver them despite their circumstances, and they had hope in what God was doing. The Hebrew word for this hope uh, that they had is called Chava. Chava hope is not some pie-in-the-sky optimism about the world or our circumstances. Rather, Chava is the kind of hope you have when you know the outcome already but have to continue on with hardship. Chava is the tension of not having the thing desired but knowing you will have it. It's like a rubber band stretch as far as it can go before it snaps. Chava is knowing the rubber band will snap any minute and still waiting for it. Maybe a better word for Chava is anticipation. There's almost an eagerness in the hope of the prophets. Advent is a time of Chava, of anticipation. We wait patiently for the celebration of the birth of our Savior, and we wait patiently for his second coming to bring the peace promised in Isaiah 11. I invite you over the next six weeks to do the work of Chava, of anticipation. Don't rush too quickly into Christmas. Many of your regular plans will be disrupted because of the pandemic anyway. So take this year to slow down, devote yourself to prayer, fasting, and meditating on these scriptures. Have a great week.